Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of TNO. Yes, man. Good job. Follow the brief. That was one rule, and you passed both of you flying colors. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm sure Amazing. viewers appreciate it too. I was nervous. Yeah. <laughs> no, you did well. You did well, like you did in your season. I mean, Thank also, you. we've got the, the legendary Rick Devins in the house, and now we've got the new legend, uh, Soul Survivor of Season 8, Immunity. Island, I think that's correct. Welcome, Nicole. Welcome to TNO. Thank you. Rick. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Happy to be here. Oh, an absolute pleasure, Rick. I don't know. You want to say anything off the off the get go? I am just here to bask in the glow of a Survivor winner. Uh, there is one <laughs> legendary Survivor winner here, and also I'm here, so I'm just here to listen to Nicole, <laughs> uh, and I'm so excited about it. Yeah, me yeah. too. I'm happy to like meet you, and uh, yeah. So exciting. Yeah, before we, we kick off, we always have a bit of an icebreaker. And this icebreaker is inspired by Stellenbosch. It's a, an icebreaker that comes directly from my better half, Christy. And she says, the question I need to pose to both of you is, would you rather drink wine every single day for a year or not drink wine at all for the year? Not drink wine at all for a year. <laughs> Are, do some people not drink wine every day? <laughs> should, should I still need help? <laughs> because I didn't even know that was an option. Oh, Probably explains why Nicole's game was so sound. You know, she had nothing, uh, nothing influencing the mind. <laughs> yeah, nothing. I was literally, yeah, not influenced at all by all of that. <laughs> not even food to influence the mind. Yeah, did you did you have any food influencing the mind there, Nicole? Oh, oh yeah, a lot, too much. I was starving all day, every day. Um, even got my speckled eggs that I was thinking of all day with me. So, yeah, I never they don't they never leave my side now. <laughs> Jeez, well, that's that pretty. Jeez, but look, we we are fresh off the back of a victory. It only got aired last night. Did you only find out that you were the winner yesterday? No, I actually found out on Sunday, so that was it was tough keeping a secret for four days. Um, but yeah, I think last night was the first time it felt like felt semi real because I mean I had to on Sunday still keep a secret, act cool, and like nothing happened. And so yeah, yesterday was the first time that I was like, oh wow, it's actually real. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, what a what an experience. Been and also you, your season, like we've covered with the rest of the the castaways, it wasn't the normal season in a sense where you apply. There's like two to three months you make it on the island. You you apply it, and it took about a year. You then go play this yeah. thing. You make it all the way to the end. You got to keep it under wraps, and then yeah. you find out, and you still got to be silent about making the final two. You say it's hard keeping a secret. How was it with your family? Did some of your family members know that you had made it that far? So, no, my parents didn't know, my brother didn't know, only my boyfriend knew because we lived together. I was like, oh, I can't keep a secret with the person I live with. I'm like, I have to share it with someone. So, it was it was nice to actually share that with someone because I think I would have gone a bit crazy if I had to, like, totally keep it in and 
not share it with anyone. So luckily I didn't say like anything to my parents because my mom would have told the whole world. So yeah, <laughs> it was difficult though. It was really difficult. Nicole, did you at least tell your brother that um, the idol didn't cost you the game? That, no, he's finding him, the idol. <laughs> no, I told him he did cost me the game, and he was like, "No, Nicole, you're lying." I was like, "No, no, no, you were the reason I went home," and he legitimately believed it for a while. And I was like, "I felt so bad," but I was like, "Yeah, payback." Jeez, <laughs> that's cold. That, <laughs> yeah, you played so nice on the island and so cold-hearted when you got home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, had to, a, I had to teach him a lesson yeah that, that reminds me of a story how my sister used to make me cry by saying there's a spider on my head and then say don't move and then run away so nice play that, that sounds like a, a sister a sisterly move i don't know rick if yeah. you've ever experienced something along those lines oh i've got two older sisters i've, I've been kept in line my whole <laughs> life for sure oh, i knew i related to you on a certain level i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nicole, going back like to the winning thing, and you're sitting in the finale. Did, did you manage to get any champagne poured? Because we're saying we've got a TNO person here, Christy, saying, "What about the champagne? Did you have any of that like Formula One sort of vibes, like spraying over you, or did you have your fair share today?" None of that. No, unfortunately, I I, th I felt like I needed Nico to bring me champagne, and I felt like I needed a bath, so that would have been great. <laughs> but none of that actually realized. So I had champagne last night though, and so. Yeah, it was just as tasted just as good. Yeah, they couldn't spray champagne on her. She she made it very clear to Nico she had just gotten the hair done. No, no liquids. <laughs> no rain. Down. Exactly. No rain. None no of that. Spraying champagne. A nice glass and a bath. Just like exactly. that's Nicole's style. Yeah. I was, I was looking all neat and stuff. I was like, I cannot deal with rain right now. <laughs> Not today. Can't rain on my parade. There you go. Perfect. Jeez, it did rain in like every tribal council, so fair enough. I think that's okay. We've got we've got Karen Naidu. He's on the line. Mr. Strategic Karen saying, you know, shout out to my boy Peter for for help with the idol. What a legend. <laughs> Karen? No, he's not gonna ever help you again with that. <laughs> we've had uh, Nicole strict chat with him. This is a new oh, blood good. versus water South Africa alliance we need to be on the lookout for. Uh, potentially, I think he would sell himself short like very early on in the game because he wouldn't know what was going on. <laughs> so, like, no, you mean he learned nothing he from your season? <laughs> yeah. No, I think he learned a few tricks, but I think I'm gonna have to send them to Kieran for a week or two so he can give him the real deal tricks. Between the two of you, he would have all his bases covered for sure. Yes, oh, for sure. <laughs> and And he's even got the height. So. Yeah, <laughs> everything I was lacking, he has. So he I tell you, man, to be very good. Nicole, they talk about how you didn't get the immunity challenge win because of your height. They forget that you also would have had the idol. <laughs> with your height. It's like <laughs> exactly. Yeah, wow. Well, some of those challenges were so funny. Like especially that one where I had to reach for that key, and I was like, I, watching that back. So being in that moment and reaching and then like failing dismally, but actually watching it and like being like, I actually believed I could get it. And then watching it back, I was like, there was just no way. Like <laughs> you were seeing things, girl. You you thought it was closer than what it actually was. But it was so funny watching it back and just like, I was like, oh gosh, this is so embarrassing. But it was. But really you know funny. what? 
there's a le- I mean, there's a lesson there for life, obviously, but I think there's a definite survivor lesson there because I- I'm a nerd for Survivor, Nicole. So I also watch Survivor Australia, and they just had a brilliant strategist get all the way to the end. And one of the things held against him was that he gave up in challenges. And like yeah. you so clearly never gave up yeah, yeah. and you won and that person, you know, might not yeah. have. So, so, yeah. so I think it really paid off. No, for sure. And I think for me, I, I had actually entered two seasons, season six and season seven. And I knew that I would have to do my absolute best to do myself justice because I had tried so hard to get on the show. Um, and yeah, I always like showed up for every challenge because I just knew that I wanted to look back at it and make sure that I gave absolutely 100% in every situation possible. Um, so looking, watching it back, I'm really proud that I could do that. And we've got an awesome question here from Joseph saying, how many times did you jump in that immunity challenge? Just because everyone's talking about they like the fact that you never gave up. They like the fact that you kept going realistically reaching for that thing how many times did you ever go i think it was eight or nine times i think they only showed four on the on the edit but i think it was like eight or nine times wow yeah Yeah. a lot of a lot of people would have just said enough for me enough for me (laughs) (laughs) i was actually having fun if i'm jumping (laughs) for the eighth time and nico's like come on devins i'm like i'm gonna kill you (laughs) it's <laughs> like keep going Nicole and I was like gotta listen to Nico I'll keep going <laughs> like, give me a ladder Nico are you kidding me <laughs> yeah I, I should have asked for one <laughs> so did you feel like that at challenges when Nico spoke did you feel like he was a real motivator for you to keep going or was it just something internally where you're like look I was going to do this anyway but did you see him as a little bit of a coach the thing is, he was really far away, so I couldn't really hear what he was saying. But in my heart, I was like, you know, you never know what could happen with the other guys. They could maybe, like, something could happen, and they could not know what was going on, and then I could potentially, like, catch up or something. So I was like, okay, no, not giving up. Um, you're going to go until it's done, or you're going to go until you get it. So, um, yeah, there was no other option for me. Jeez. Uh, was so- it hard biting your tongue all these weeks? I mean... As, as you, you know, do your darndest in these challenges, but Chappies is winning everything. And everyone's talking about Chappies the great. He's going to the end. It's obvious the winner's at it. And you're biting your tongue going, I beat yeah. him. And- yeah. That was really difficult because, I mean, everyone thought that Chappies was going to win. I think literally 99% um, of the viewers thought he was going to win. Um, so throwing in that little curveball at the end there was so exciting for me. And I couldn't wait for people to see it because I was like, ha-ha, joke's on you. He doesn't win. Um, so it was difficult to not like let something slip or get like overexcited in those situations where people ask me like who's going to win. Um, but I'm, I'm really grateful that I got the opportunity to beat him because, yeah, everyone thought he was going to win. And here we go. He didn't. And I, I was, I wasn't even sure he was going to win if he did win that challenge. I was really curious to see how that final tribal would go, especially if it was against you. Um, I, I wanted him to be on trial for the stealing of the food. I really wanted to know how people felt about that, uh, but you didn't let it happen. You, you, you crushed it at the end. That was, I mean, really great. Thank you. Yeah, I felt like if I had taken him to the end, I might not have won, and I wanted to give myself the best best chance that I possibly could. So um, it just made sense for me to 
to take Anela. But some people think I could have beaten Chappie, some don't. Um, but I don't want to ponder on that. I'm grateful that I took the right person to the end. <laughs> yeah, you played your cards perfectly. And that's yes. why you're the winner. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just a small victory as well. It was, the margin was quite, I think, what is the, yeah. the vote tally in the end? It was like 8-1 or something along yeah, the lines there. Yeah, I even shocked myself at the end there. Um, but, yeah, I think also um, people saw value in the way that I played. And I think Anela was very much a flip-flopper. Um, so, and the jury members are incredibly intelligent people. So, they obviously saw through that um, and saw that I was a worthy winner, which is just phenomenal knowing that they are such amazing people and such good players and they chose me to be the winner is just really it's amazing yeah and them choosing with regards to being ambassador just out of curiosity i mean nicole hilgard says how hard slash easy was it for you to face the jury it was actually quite easy for me because i had built such good relationships with all the people on the jury um feeding my case i really enjoyed it like just talking them through from the beginning to the end, why well, I feel like I deserved the um, the sole survivor title. Um, it was it, I enjoyed it. It was like the perfect way to end for me and to just like lay it all on the table. Um, and then I was nervous, obviously, in the beginning because you're like, okay, you you don't know how they're going to react to what you're saying. You don't know if they're coming in there with like preconceived ideas of who they're voting for or what what the case may be. Um, but I kept it. I wanted to keep it short and sweet because I know if you like drag things out then people lose focus and they don't they're not really interested in what you're saying anymore so i was like okay it's going to be concise um and that i could stay focused and stay in the moment and speak from the heart was the vibe with and i'm sure you've had a chance to talk with the other jury members since then so was the vibe with anella that it was revisionist history that he was trying to go back and build a new narrative around all the moves he made. Uh, mm. Whereas, whereas your, your game as an S as, as an S who said your game matched what you said, yeah. like it, it was clear. Yeah. I think also he had to try and come up with an argument to put himself in a good position. But I think all the jury members could see through that because what they had lived on the island and what they're hearing are two different stories. So they're kind of like, well, two and two does not make four at the moment. Um, so I think he kind of like spoke himself into a bit of a situation. <laughs> and he had to do something because as yeah. you so brightly pointed out several times, he's only there because of you. It's like, he's got to <laughs> pull a rabbit out of the hat. Yeah. Was yeah. Shame. I felt so bad having to like re-say that the whole time, but I was like, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's such a concrete argument for sure. Thank you. Yeah. And it was interesting because every time he was trying to come up with something, she's like, wait, wait, hang on. Hold yeah. the phone. You're here because of me. And it's like, oh, Hold shit. Up. Let me try to do something else. <laughs> but I mean, okay. when he was doing that, when he was doing that, the, the room, reading the room, could you feel there was a there was a sense in the discussion where he wasn't winning and you were like, no, I've got this? Because, I mean, based on your strategy going, look, I'm going to say what I did. I'm going to own everything I did. Whereas it really feels like he's trying to overcomplicate it, being elaborate. Could you feel the change there amongst the, the jury? I could definitely that something was going on, but I didn't want to like feel too confident in that moment because you never know if they're also still playing game on the jury, you never know what the situation is actually like. And so for me sitting there, I kind of heard him speak himself into a bit of a situation and into a hole. 
Um, so I, like for me, I was like, okay, um, it's not, it's not look, it's not sounding good for him. Um, and looking at their faces and reading the room, I kind of got that sense. But also at the same time, you don't want to think something and then there's a different outcome. So I was trying to like stay humble and stay, um, yeah, just grateful and just not think that I had won before I actually did. Nicole. I thought this season, production-wise, and I'm such a big LaRue fan, everybody knows that, but I thought they did such a good job of hiding who the winner was going to be. Like, from the yeah. very beginning, it's like, so Dino and, and like, Kara heavy, and then it's Anesu and Kieran and Tyson, and you're obviously there the whole time, and and then it's, like, the Chappie show. Was there anything... Yeah. And, and, you know, you, again, you didn't come out of nowhere at all. Like you're there as a steady contender the whole time, but is there anything that you are surprised didn't make it because maybe they were, were trying to hide it a little bit? No, I think everything that was important, they showed that obviously didn't show. They're hiding it right now by breaking up. The <laughs> Yeah, Survivor no, production is cut. She must be selling some good stuff. Yeah, they're like, we, we don't want to reveal too much all right now. That, that's kind of what's happening there. Sorry, Nicole, you broke up there. No, I'm saying I don't feel like they cut out stuff that was important in my story. I just think the it was very short, but everything important did make it to the air. Um, and you could see the thread of, of the game I played. And I'm grateful for that because if something was missing, then people would be like, OK, it doesn't really make sense. But um, I think at the end in my argument, I really just laid out. So if you had missed something along the way, it was told there and it would have it like made sense, I, I hope. Yeah, and Eggy's got a better point here. Just with regards, I know we're talking about the edit, but just going back to what you were saying with regards to your speech at Tribal Council, saying, I honestly think both Anela and Nicole had good final Tribal Councils, but Nicole came across extremely likable and totally deserved. And I think maybe the authenticism when you were really putting your message out there came across, and that's what they were feeling, versus Anela trying to prove a point, and that didn't quite land, yeah. I think, from his perspective. I think, I think very much so, and I think also that he was trying to sound too like the vernacular he was using was so high and everyone just, I just keep that normal and plain and straight to the point. Um, and I think that that definitely benefited me in the long run. And, you know, I think this whole season, like one of the things that I loved about it is everyone played so hard. You had no easy outs. Yeah. Like, there were no easy people to get no. rid of, which makes your win even more impressive. But also, it seemed like everyone had a really good spirit about it. Like, I know there were some people bitter about little things, but it seemed mostly like everyone took the game in stride, let each other play, and you still shined among all of them with, like, your positive attitude with the game, even when the Chappies is admitting he starved you, you know, on day 37. Yeah, was and there, I'm like, it's a game! <laughs> what was it? What was your – was it just – that you knew you were living the dream being out there? Like what, what kept the smile on your face the whole time? Oh, absolutely. I just keep remembering that it's not easy to get on the show firstly. And also it's only 39 days of my whole life. Like that is as bad as it's going to get. It will pass. It will get over. Um, but while you're here, make the most of every moment and just enjoy it. Like it goes so quickly. Um, and you'll have so many regrets if you don't just enjoy every moment of it. Um, so yeah, I just try to I just try to be in the moment and 
take in absolutely everything that was going on around me, good or bad, um, and just take it in my stride. Well, let's let's talk about the good and the bad. I mean, when you're looking back at it and you've done your journey, now you're the champion. Obviously, you're going to be focusing on, and also just let's hear that again. The champion, the sole survivor. Yeah. I mean, did you did you play a queen all day? You know, we are the champ. Did you get any of that? Off, by the way, no, I yeah. was playing. I'm, it, uh, by Beyonce, I'm a survivor. <laughs> oh, no, well, good choice. Good choice. I mean, that that was yeah. my second choice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just going back, the high and the low, the good and the bad. What was the, the best of the best moment for you during, apart from being crowned the champion? And what is the worst moment you experienced out there? So the best, I definitely have two moments. Firstly, when I won individual immunity, that's like a dream of mine is to do that. And I think very few people um, actually do experience that. And it's like such a, such a proud moment it's because it's so difficult to do. And that's why what Chappies did is so phenomenal because it's really difficult to win individual immunity community um and then also obviously when my brother came on like sharing that moment with someone from home someone that you know is my loved one and just yeah it's it was so special having him there and then lowest of lows was definitely all the rain and the hunger it really it makes the, the game so difficult like even more difficult than it already is it's already such a difficult game and then those elements and the hunger just make it oh it's it's not easy and yet, do you miss it a little bit? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, Crazy isn't that the think. craziest? <laughs> I know. That blows my mind. I'm like, oh, how, how do you miss, like, starving and being wet all the time? But it's it's so much more than that. It's like, it's a life-changing experience. That, and I love the simplicity of it. I love, like, that I didn't have to be connected to my phone. I, I just lived every day for what it was. Um, and I miss that. I really miss that. Oh, here's a fun question uh, that, that I get sometimes. What, what was like the piece of news in South Africa or in the world that you came back to that happened while you were away that you were like, what? It was the, actually the Trump and the Biden election. And we kept trying to find out, was it the Trump win, did Biden win? It was like it's such a debate. And then we also wanted to know what level are we in? Are we still in level four? Are we in level three lockdown? Like, where are we now? What's happening in the rest of the world? So that was crazy coming out of that and like being back in life and like going back to wearing a mask. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Rick, I don't know how like um, tailored that was for you, the American yeah. audience out there, the yeah, Biden right. and the Trump. I mean, that was perfect, oh, Nicole. I don't know. Have you been doing this all day, just yeah. answering the right questions? I had see, flashbacks I know what to election <laughs> season. I was, I was sweating. Like, I thought that was over. Thank goodness. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could have gone on an island during election season. Uh, Nicole, Joseph asking you, did you get to use Marisha's jacket? You guys are breaking up. I can't hear. Uh, Joseph just asking, did you land up using, I know that you're going to name your firstborn child after Marisha, but did you land up using her jacket? I think we're just I struggling there. I can't but... really hear anything. I have a feeling that, you know, based on Marisha's biceps, Nicole might have been able to get a sleeping bag out of out of the arms of the jacket. <laughs> she would have uh, stayed warm for a while. <laughs> dude, still one of my favorite moments of the entire season was that challenge where Marisha just uh, 
pushed the other team on the on the spiral. That was one of the most fun moments of the whole season. Yeah, no, that, that was a goodie. What I'm just curious about, Rick, seeing as you are here and we, we're looking at it and you're looking at it from an objective perspective. Yes, yes, we can hear you. So I'm just moving locations because I think the Wi-Fi is struggling. I'm back. That's all good. That's cool. That's cool. You're adding some dynamism to the show. We've never had movement before. Uh, Rick, you didn't experience that the last time. So it's good. She's a survivor. She's finding a way. I love it. <laughs> Adapting. Hey, <laughs> what's up? What's his feedback feed? What's he told you since you, you've been back and watching you on TV? Your boyfriend. Oh, I think he's just been so proud and like, some, I think he, sometimes he's like, Nicole, did you really just say that? And he's like a bit embarrassed, but he knew what he was getting himself into. <laughs> but no, he's been loving it and he's, he's really proud of me. And um, yeah, so yeah, it's just amazing to have like watching it again with him and reliving it in a sense. And where I'm seeing like exactly what, what we went through and how tough it was. Yeah. And now he and- wa- he, he's excited about that prize money. he's like this and this and this is what you need to do and i'm like okay yes boss (laughs) as long as it's a return then you're fine if if he's not bringing you any return then i don't know yeah no i'm happy with that (laughs) okay that's cool but he has got another good question and i like this because this is more focusing into the game that you played and going in post-merge, really. We've got, Nicole, was there ever a time in the game where you thought there was no way you were winning this or did you keep strong in the confidence? Because let's face it, there was a time when you both you and Anela were down in the numbers yeah. Yeah. and somehow you became the swing votes and you just kept creeping further and further. And yet, despite the fact that everyone knew you were a challenge threat, despite that one challenge where you jumped 100 million times, I mean, the endurance, the endurance challenge kind of played in your, in your favor. So how did you keep going, going like, I've got this, or I can win this, or, you know, I don't have this, so I'm just going to take it a day as it comes? Yeah. So with Survivor, is anything can happen at any moment. So you need to always feel like you can win. Because if you're going to start doubting yourself, then things are going to go south very quickly. So I always believed I could win, and I always believed something could happen and change the fate. Um, and that's exactly what happened. Like we were in a, a six-two minority, and miraculously we found a way to get through that. Um, and we were the only two sitting at the end. So in Survivor, even if you feel like there's nothing you can do, it's not going to work. You always need to keep faith and keep a little bit of confidence and believe in yourself and believe that you can get to the end, regardless of the the cards that are dealt at the moment. Just keep going. Yeah. So then on that note, Rick, and I want I want you to weigh in on this as well, just based on what has been mentioned here. How much of that was going, okay, cool, I'm just going to ride the wave and I'm going to be deliberate about being like somewhat under the radar in terms that I want to be a threat out there. And how much was it going, okay, it's actually fallen in my favor from this, this scenario. So if you understand what I'm saying, how much of it was like a skillful, deliberate player going, I'm just going to take a step back here or how much was it going? You know, it, it worked out for me. I definitely wanted to be in the, like Renee said best, play in the middle pack because the people that come across too aggressive or strong get voted out so quickly. So you need to look like you're just chilling a little bit. So that was definitely part of my strategy is looking like, you know, a little bit in the background because then people are like, okay, she's chilling. Um, and you don't want to chill too much because then they're like, okay, well, she's not doing anything. So it's a very fine line. It's a, it's an interesting balance between, 
looking too aggressive and looking too chilled. Um, and just, you know, I just wanted to put myself in a position where I was informed by, about decisions, you know, built strong relationships um, and real relationships that could get me to the end, but also not look like, you know, I was trying too hard. And w when you were out there, did you ever see examples of other people trying too hard and, and, and it kind of makes you go, oh, okay. I, I need to make sure I'm not doing that because it's yeah. it's too see through. Yeah, I think with D, um, he just, he, I think he just, he was too, he came across too eager, and then people, it it put people off. So, not he didn't try too hard in terms of relationships. He was just too eager in the game and the way that he spoke. He kind of like spoke himself down, and I think that like triggered people, and they were like, "Wait, something's weird here." So, I think that was. You know, where I was kind of like, okay, I've seen in previous seasons that you don't, you, you must stay in the middle of the pack as long as possible and then strike at the right time. Um, because otherwise people see you as a threat too early on in the game and then you have a target on your back way before you need one. Um, so, yeah, I think Dino was the season for me when I was like, okay, that's that's what I don't want to do. Or, I love Dino. He's a great guy and such an, an amazing player. And I'm sad that he didn't make it any further. But I think that was where his demise came about. That's, you know, the Dino's thing, I suppose everyone, I mean, Nick would touch on the fact of him being paranoid, uh, to which he said he had good reason. But you do mention the relationships here. And Tyson, was, when he was on the show, he said, interestingly enough, he did have a good relationship with you. And I just wonder at some point, and we asked him the question, we said, cool, Tyson, you had that relationship. Did you ever consider working with her? And he said, we were close, but we, that was just never on the table. So from yeah. your perspective, why was that? I think from the beginning, Karen and Tyson, they were great people, but I didn't necessarily want to play with them because I knew that they could, they could potentially beat me. So I was like, it wouldn't make strategic sense for me to play with people that could beat me. So I wanted to always put myself in a position where um, I would be favorable in, in a, in, at the end. Um, so... Mm. Yeah, I just they were such strong players throughout the season and it just didn't make sense for me to play with them. And you know, Claudio, in a weird way, when when there's an understanding between two players that you're yeah. really not gonna work together, yeah, it, it makes it easy to have a friendship. Like Gavin and I never worked together on my season, and we were best friends because I had no expectation of him and vice versa. And we just had a friendship and it was like Okay, so Karen approached me um, after the Anela, that Anela wanted to vote him out and he wanted to work with me, but I wasn't budging because it didn't make sense for me to flip on Anela and go with Karen when Karen was such a like kinpin and mastermind. Like it just didn't make sense for my strategic game. Um, but yeah, it was Tyson and I just got along so well and we we great friends. So it's weird that we didn't want to play together, but it just didn't happen that way and it, it didn't make sense for my game. So then going back to, so you obviously aligned and you took Anela to the end. Were you yeah. convinced the whole time that you could beat Anela? Yes, because I felt like, the like I said in my final tribal council, the reason why he was at the end was because of me. So um, if someone saved me on two occasions and like carried me to the final, then I would have felt like, oh gosh. I'm <laughs> so yeah, I think... But I knew at the same time, he also speaks very well. And he was also very liked. He's a very social guy as well. Um, so there are, I was like, at times like, mm, I wonder. But 
there's a reason why I felt like I could beat him at the end. Um, and I just wanted to stick with that. And yeah. And there was no resentment. Sorry, Rick. Uh, like in terms of him trying to flip on her, for example, and then still choosing to work with him. I don't, like, I mean, would you have, would you have done that, Rick? <laughs> Probably uh, not. <laughs> based on history, no. I would have been, I would have, yeah. I been like, what's wrong with you, man? You think I'm going to work with you again? <laughs> That's what I did on my season, but I regretted it. It was a mistake. So Nicole played it up and, you know, one again, only one of us here is one survivor. So, yeah. so I would say do it the Nicole way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> also, I just want to comment on this. Uh, Rick, do you like uh, leopard print? Uh, I can't pull it off <laughs> because the, qu the question the is what, <laughs> yeah, in the wild coast you can put it off let's see because it says when is your new leopard fitness range coming out Nicole soon stay tuned guys stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> Nicole do you feel and maybe they edited it out I don't know you can tell me but it seemed there were times at tribal council where you were almost biting your tongue uh, to be polite, like when Anellis was talking about how he convinced you uh, to take him to the finals and how he'd convinced yeah. everyone, like you were, you're biting your tongue uh, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I was very much like, yeah, so in, in Survivor, you need to be very cl clever about how you approach people and what you say, because that sticks to them and they remember that when things matter. So I always remembered thinking, okay. Don't say something that could potentially at the end, you know, count against you. So always be, always think about what you're saying and be very intentional, intentional about everything that comes out of your mouth because it can so, so quickly be skewed or misunderstood. Um, so, yeah, I, I often just try to keep my cool, keep calm um, and say what I knew I needed to say and the points that I wanted to come across and the rest that could have like stayed in my heart or inside me, I left it there. And was that something you picked up as the game went on and you started perfecting that? Or was that something you were very aware of from the onset? I think I was very aware of it from the beginning because I remember my first tribal council and everyone was just like all over the place. And I was like, okay, that is not what I want to do. I want to be composed. I want to, when I speak, I want to know what I'm saying. Um, and also I don't want to rub people up the wrong way because yeah, like I said earlier, you never know when those people need to vote for you. So you need to really think about what you're saying. Nicole, for me, the, there was never a time in the game where I felt like I didn't have a chance. Like when I went in, it's like I felt like I was playing good for a while, like everything was going fine. But there was definitely a point where it was like a, a switch flipped. And I was all of a sudden like, I can do like there's the finish line. I could do this. Yeah. Was there a point like that for you? I think it's only like really sunk in when I beat Chappies at that immunity. And I was like, wow, wow, it's actually happening. And I'm actually at the final. Like before that, you know, you try, you, you, you try to put yourself in that situation, but it's not actually there until it's there. So I was like, wow, no. In that moment when I won that immunity, I was like, this is, this is real. This is actually happening right now. So that's the first moment where I felt like, wow. I, I made it. Uh, uh, Najwa is saying something awesome, saying, I love how you kept your calm throughout, even with Chappie stealing food, Kieran gunning for you, beautiful. Now, I think that that's an interesting thing. You, what I found during the season was there were, the emotions were high, and we found like a lot of times, you know, Santoni, Kieran, they had to go at each other, and then the Chappies talk. But yet through all of this, when someone did something, you called it out, 
but you did it in a, in a, in a calm way that no one got offended. You're like, oh, chappies, why are you stealing? You know, like, and everyone's like, ah, Nicole. And you did that. Was that again, you're saying everything was deliberate, but was that like a conscious decision as to, okay, I'm going to call these people out. I'm still going to stand my ground, but I'm not going to, it's not going to affect the relationship I have with these people. Yeah. And I wanted to do it in like a lighthearted way so that it, it would be like humorous. But at the same time, I'm like, you did it. You know, you did it. And I know you did it, <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted to make sure that I didn't like, yeah, upset people because everyone lives a different experience when they're there. So you also need to respect that. Um, and I also wanted to keep that in mind. I'm dying to know about Chappies. I enjoyed watching Chappies so much. Like, great character, loved him, <laughs> did so many amazing things. Like, props to Chappies yeah. with a big butt. Uh, first of all, on, on my season of Survivor, no one took stuff from rewards when we weren't supposed to. They were pretty serious about that. So that, yeah. that's not a thing. If you went and caught it himself, found it himself and cooked it, that's fine. I don't care. If he stole tribe rice that was for all of us, he's dead to me. He's dead yeah. to me. Like, I'm serious. He would not have gotten my vote at the end, I don't think. I just said, you starved me. Screw you. But it yeah. seemed really casual on your guys' season. And Nico defended him nico's like his lawyer out there which was no, crazy that was really frustrating for me uh what was the reaction like you seem so cool about it in camp but like were people steamed about that oh i don't it, warda is the, like she was our little advocate she was <laughs> fuming um, and rightfully so because it was really we were so hungry and oh i don't I, yeah and him stealing our rice. Like, uh, so happy that he had his diner making his own little poiki. <laughs> but the fact that he did steal the rice was really upsetting, especially because one cup of raw rice could have fed us for such a long time. Um, so the fact that he did that was really upsetting. But, he, you know, he did that when we still had a lot of rice. Like, not a lot of rice, but like a whole bag left. Mm -hmm. So I think it only kicked in more towards the end when we were like, oh, wow, that... Is not now that it ha has repercussions. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, it was it was very yeah. upset. I think people don't understand. Like you do, you, everyone was out to get me on my season, but we still had like a little society. Like you have to take care of each other. Oh, for and, sure. And um, the show doesn't step in. Like production's not going to punish someone for doing bad things. So it's yeah. only up to the jury. So I was yeah. real curious. Like if the jury had okayed it. What happens next season of Survivor SA? Like everybody does whatever they it's want. So before all. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was curious to see how that played out, but I'm, I'm sure the jury was relieved that they could vote for you <laughs> and not yeah, have to. The call between the two of us. I think they were upset. <laughs> but what I kept in mind was remember the jury are now back at Panarosa and they're not hungry anymore. They are fed. Maybe they don't remember how bad it was. And I didn't mm. want to leave that up to chance and then like potentially have him at the end and be like, yeah, he stole rice. And they're like, oh, it's not that bad. It's actually funny now looking back. So, yeah, I didn't want to put myself in, a, in that predicament. Yeah, Rianta's saying, how did you guys get away with stealing the food from the reward until Chappie sold y'all out? <laughs> like, how, how did that happen? For me, I was, I was like, why is, he, why is he selling us out? Because... We didn't eat that food. We gave it to the rest of the tribe. Like, how is he justifying what he did with us giving it away? Like, he didn't, you know, he was, he ate all the food. He he wasn't, like, sharing it at all. So, I was like, uh, uh, that makes no sense to what we're saying. Um, but, yeah, we felt like there was so much meat left. 
and we couldn't eat anymore because we were so like eat, um that we thought okay we got, we'll take some and give it to the rest of the tribe and I'm so, so that- just just for context rick eat is like they ate so much they were they were, they were sick gotcha. in a way gotcha. yeah yeah so and I was just gonna say, and it also comes into a gameplay thing. Like if if Chappies did all that and didn't get caught, then he has no repercussions. Like that's great gameplay. But the fact that you got caught, like that's really messy gameplay. And and I was curious to see if there'd be repercussions. Yeah, and there were none. And I was a bit curious about that because I was like, well, it's really not fair. But okay, <laughs> I guess. Right. It's like- it's like you couldn't punish him because he kept winning immunities, but I was I was curious to see if the jury was going to, and I guess we'll never know. Um, yeah. But I'll tell you, Nicole, that if I was in the jury and there was someone who had stolen food from me uh, and gotten caught, and then there was someone that I played with like you yes, who was yes. like positive the whole time and like <laughs> left it all out there and starved beside me and shared coconuts with me, you would have had my vote. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was watching an episode back where – Kieran and Tyson and Chappies were sitting there and Kieran said to Chappies, um, if you make it to the end, you so you deserve it because you've won so many challenges. Um, so I'm I'm actually really glad I didn't take him to the end because I think it would have been a difficult decision for a lot of people on the jury. Um, because he did play a very he 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 was a very physical guy and he really outplayed us on that level. So it would have been interesting to see, but uh yeah, I'm I'm glad I didn't take him to the end. <laughs> Rick, you touched on the fact that Nico sounded like a bit of an advocate for defending Chappie's case in the scenario when the whole tribe was seemingly turning against him. Yeah. Now, Nicole, you say it was frustrating. Now, I just want to get the two perspectives. Your view as a viewer, Rick, and how you interpreted that, um, and then Nicole experiencing it. Mine was not – I was not doing it as a viewer, honestly. I was putting myself in a player's <laughs> spot, and I was just thinking, like, those were Chappie's arguments to make. Or yeah. not make. Like, he's the one who needs to defend himself. I, th- I thought that Nico explaining why production's not in it, I thought was terrific. Like, in terms yeah. of, like, you took food from the reward, he took food from the reward. That's fine. It was when Nico was saying, he went and found all this food. He's eating it. That seems like, you know, hustle and pay. It's like, that. Yeah. that's a great argument. Chappies needs to make that argument. Make not it, not Nico for him. Yeah, yeah exactly. I agree 100%. Yeah. It, did, it definitely, with that episode, I felt like Nico was trying to, you know, speak to the jury and like kind of try to convince them that Chappies is so deserving and outwitting everyone here while having a diner. And I was like, not really, because firstly, the muscles were making me nauseous. So I was like, I'm not going to go forage for food because it's making me nauseous and I don't want to get potentially get sick and then lose all the nutrients of my my little bit of rice that I was having. So um, that was frustrating that they were like, he was pushing that. And I was like, at the end of the day, I wouldn't have, even if I, you know, could, I wouldn't go forage because it was making me nauseous. And and like, I love Nico. I think Nico does a great job. It's just like Uh, this scenario and the argument coming from Chappies to the jury uh, if they're not happy with him or or don't like him at that point, and he says, well, I earned it, I eat it, they're like, oh, screw you. But yeah. Nico, who's impartial, who everyone likes and everyone respects, he makes that it's- argument, and you go, maybe I should consider True. that. Like, maybe yeah. he has a point. It, 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 it was I, – I, I thought it was too much. Yeah. yeah. And that's hard and was- to do. I mean, he's on the spot too. Oh, for sure. And, yeah, he yeah. needs to also think about, like, the base – you know, the best situation that he, like, whatever he has to say. Right. Um, he's trying to make sense of it for both sides. And I, and I just sat there and I was like, 
I feel so. I feel like my dad is shouting at me. I need to go forage yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not gonna win unless I forage. <laughs> and it's such a lie because I did feel when when he explained again the difference between taking rewards and that like I can't get him in trouble when you guys did yeah. it. Like I thought he did that really well. kind of like really well. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, but yeah. Anyway, tough job. Yeah. Um, and I, I agree. Uh, yeah. And I'm no, glad I mean, that Nicole's here. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't know. But no, uh, say he does win. Say Chappies does win the final immunity challenge. Did he have a conversation with who he was going to take to the end? Was it going to be you or Nella? Well, he didn't have a conversation prior to the challenge. But on the challenge, while we were standing there, he said to me, um, I'm going to take you to the end. And I think he was just trying to mess with me. So I was like, he would soften me up and I'd be like, okay, like a bit more relaxed in the challenge and not be so eager to win. And so um, I think, I don't think, I don't know who he would have taken to the end. Um, but if I go back on the conversation he was had with Anesu at the tribal, at the, the breakfast they had, um, it sounded like she was saying, if you take Nicole, you're definitely going to win because she's not going to get any votes. Um, so he might have thought that, but I would have come with a very good argument. So I was prepared for that. Um, but luckily it never got to that. And I'm, yeah, I, I'm it's glad nice. I didn't believe him in that moment because I knew he was just messing with my mind. When you were in that final challenge, were you were you surprised when he dropped or could you see it coming? Could you tell he was struggling? No, I actually was like looking down most of the time because I didn't. So sometimes if you're like busy doing a balance thing and then someone else loses their balance, then you kind of also like, yeah. you know, so I kind of just try to look down the whole time so that nothing, no movement would distract me from like staying in the zone. Um, so when he fell, I didn't even see him fall until he like, I just heard him hit the ground. So I was like, oh, oh dear. And then I was like, oh, yay, this is great. <laughs> oh, dear, but yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was so... Like, okay. Chappies, are you okay? No, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's I did ask <laughs> if he was okay because I felt so sad for him because, like, he was he looked like he was in so much pain and he was, like, shaking while lying <laughs> on the floor there and, like, crying. And it was just, it was very, very traumatizing. How how were you doing? If you hadn't, you know, if you hadn't got blown by wind or lost focus, could you have gone for a while? Oh, yeah. I was saying earlier, I could have probably gone for like another two hours or three wow. hours because I was so ready to win. And um, I was really just embracing the pain. And it wasn't so much pain anymore. It was almost like my body went numb. Um, and it, yeah, it was just the weirdest, weirdest sensation. And how much of like Chappie's previous success was detrimental to his game and your advantage in a way? So like he had won all these. He knew the record was there. He knew he was doing whatever, like trying to keep going. And it was... It was his whole game was hedging on that. And for you, did you think psychologically you had one over him because you had nothing to lose? I think so. And I also think that at the same time, I was like, he's on a winning streak. He's got that confidence. So it, it was like a double-edged sword because I was like, okay, he's feeling very confident. But at the same time, he could be putting a lot of pressure on himself and that could also play to my advantage. But looking at the challenge, I knew I had a good chance of winning. But if it was like a swimming challenge, like that would have just been the death of me. <laughs> no, that would have that, 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 never. No, I don't think I they would have let that go ahead. Yeah, his trident. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. He he's so impressive in the water, really. Oh, yeah. he's so impressive in challenges. He was honestly a formidable player, um, and I'm so glad that I got to beat him at the end because, like I said in my final thing, I everyone wanted to do it, and I got to do it, and yeah, very very happy I could. It seemed like there was definitely a mutual respect between you two. Yes. And I think in the beginning, he also said to me, like, 
he underestimated me. He didn't think I would make it very far. Um, and then for me to, you know, be the only one that goes up against him in challenges and uh, beat him at the end, I think he was surprised by that. And I think that, you know, made him respect me more. Um, we've got a good question from Chris Dixon saying, Nicole, there were four players you never got to play with. Pinty, Mike, Paul, and Carla. If you played with them, how do you think it would have gone? Oh, I'm actually really sad I didn't get to play with them. Um, and I only met them like the other day, which was so amazing. Um, but obviously, if you play with different players, you might, you will, most likely you'll have a different outcome. Um, so I'm glad that wasn't the scenario because, I mean, for me, I had the ultimate outcome. So I wouldn't have wanted to change anything. But I think if I had fallen out along the way, obviously you would be more eager to work with other people because you don't know, you know, um, the outcome. But I would love to play with those players maybe one day. I don't know what the future holds, but um, meeting them was so lovely. And yeah, I, I'm sad that I never got to play with them. Nicole, here's a question in terms of the actual conditions of the game and the toll it took on your body. How much weight did you lose during the game? I lost seven kilos. So that was quite a lot for me because I'm really short. <laughs> so <laughs> We yeah, couldn't so tell. Think, no, there's yeah, no ways. I mean, the yeah, TV yeah. really makes you look a lot taller. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Rick, especially like my screen's tilted uh, vertically. It's not horizontal. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so Nessa and I think we lost the least. Um, but... Yeah, for me, that was a lot. Like, I came back, I remember Reyna picking me up at the airport, and he was like, did your ears and your nose grow? Like, he looked like my, he said my face looked out of proportion because I was so skinny. And I was like, no, we definitely need a stop now. I need, I need some speckled eggs. <laughs> so, yeah. This is the second time speckled eggs have been mentioned. I need someone to explain to me what a don't speckled you, egg is. Don't you guys have speckled eggs? I don't, I don't know. If we do, I don't know what they are. Oh my word! You you have not lived. It's like a, a, a like inside it's a jelly, and then it's chocolate, and then it's like candy around an egg, and they've got like speckles on them. Oh no, we don't have that. We have like oh. little egg candies at Easter, but that's it. Oh my word! No, there are and Woolies, uh, like one of the supermarkets here, they make giant <laughs> ones, so they're like this big. Man, they I was so excited. I heaven. saw Nando's the other day. I oh, well, now I got to look out for speckled eggs. Speckled eggs, yeah. I might post you a, a bag or two. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Nicole, Nicole. Yes, this is from the winner. So I mean, you can't make promises eh, if you're not going to deliver. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah that's the game that I you played. Stay true to the game that you played. I will, I will, and I hope they don't get lost along the way. Is all I'm saying. I'll post yeah, yeah. the service. Not so good. <laughs> that's gonna be the best reward challenge. I <laughs> uh, yes. But I'll send them over Easter and then you can, can like hide them around in your garden. There you go. I'll set both my kids out there looking for them. Jack and Juliet are going to be finding all the so speckled excited. eggs. Brilliant. <laughs> um, here's Eggy. And funny, we had to talk about the speckled eggs. We've got Eggy on the line saying, Tato to Lady. But Anesu must have known that Nicole was more preferred by the jury than Nella. So why would she say that she'd got, get no votes? And that's quite interesting in terms of you having that advantage from the jury perspective. I think when we're diving deeper into the game and we're looking at the, the challenges that you enjoyed and that you didn't enjoy, did you come into the game going, you prepared physically and you were ready to be a challenge beast, even though you're up against a guy like Chappies? That, that was a strong part of your game. Were you physically prepared coming into it, going, this is what yeah. I'm going to be good at? 
Well, you don't, you don't know what you're going to get yourself into when you're in Survivor because you don't know what you're up against. You don't know the people that you're competing against. So I, I train hard before the time. I genuinely gym gym every day and work hard towards like fitness and stuff. So I definitely prepared, but I wasn't sure what I was going to get myself into and who I was competing against. So, um, but I think I've always, I've been very competitive my whole life um, and very sporty. So I think that definitely stood me in good stead. Um, but yeah, you just never know what cards you're going to get dealt. So I'm grateful that, mm. you know, leading up to it, I did prepare somewhat and that it paid off. Yeah. And looking back, like, I mean, obviously a big part of your game, what would you say apart from being a kid? No, I'm, I don't want to say it. I don't want to give you too, I don't want to give you the answer. But anyway, sorry, my mind's all rambling. You know, <laughs> Nicole said be concise and everything. I'm doing complete opposite to that. But I'm just saying when we're looking at the game, We've got Anela technically played the social game. You've got you, you were in the middle of the social and bit of the physical. We've got Karen, obviously overt strategy, strategist. When you're looking at the three aspects, and Rick, I'd like you to weigh in on this, in terms of the outcome of the season, what did you think is the most important skill set you have coming into the game and being a winner? Because that's a difficult thing to do, regardless of who you are. Do you want me to answer, Rick? Be both. I, I want to hear from you. You're the you're the winner. <laughs> <laughs> Take notes, Rick. Take notes. One hundred percent. And for me, I think you. It's definitely you have to have a balance between all three. But my strategic game was more of making sure that I made good connections and played a, a social game that led to a strategic game. That was my strategy. Um. So, and also keeping in mind that I needed to play to my strengths and I can't, I can't win someone else's race. I need to stay in my own race and win my race. So I, I consciously try to always keep that in mind in every move that I made. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's difficult because you need to play a, like a, a game full of different levels. Like you have to outwit, you have to outplay, you have to outlast. Um, and it all needs to add up at the end. But yeah, for me, um, my strategy wasn't like a Kieran strategy. It was a Nicole strategy and that worked for me. Yeah. And I think I'm trying to think about it too. And I think you just have to kind of be yourself. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's like the main game is be yourself. And then whatever game you, you kind of get forced into playing a certain type of game uh, by sure. the people around you. And, and for me, it's like being myself is like, I just fall for people so quickly. Like, you know, I hang out with people for two hours and I, and I just love them. Like I want to be their friends. So that's why even, you know, when everyone was after me, like I still was really happy to be around them in camp. Like we were still yeah. really good buddies, <laughs> but like when I started winning challenges or finding idols, it became a game where that's, I had to, like, I couldn't flip yeah. them. They were after me for a threat. So I got forced into that game. But I, I never stopped being me, which is why if I'd gotten to the end, the jury would have gone for me. Um, yeah. Whereas if like I had tried to play a cutthroat game, I, I could do that and have fun, but it would still not, not work with what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I'd be tortured yeah. the whole time. It wouldn't work. Yeah, ever. that's exactly how I feel. I, I, I wanted to feel natural in everything that I was doing and not feel like anything was forced or I had to overthink something and I just wanted to come naturally to me. And I think that's, yeah, that's the game I played. And I, I'm really grateful that I got to do that. And yeah, you didn't think, get trapped yeah. in that thing that so many people get trapped in now where you panicked 
halfway through the season and said, I have to do something stupid just yeah. to build a resume. Yeah, uh, and, no. and sink your whole game. And I think that like that discipline is hard to find these days. Uh, and I, it clearly paid off. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm very relieved. <laughs> you know, Rick, I love that you said that because that is, I suppose, when you're looking at it, there was a lot of talk about the CV, Tyson mentioning it, but look at what other players did. And maybe one of the things they're saying with regards to Nicole and Nella making it to the end is the fact that seemingly they've got like nuclear wars happening on the other side and they were Switzerland and they managed to get to the end. But I love the fact that you said this is a deliberate choice, this is discipline, and you don't get sucked into it. When if you're looking at a Tony playing the game, Whatever he did, he reacted on it. So yeah. it's it's interesting. And uh, Nicole, in terms of how many seasons you had watched prior to that, I know I kind of alluded to the fact whether or not this was deliberate, but how much influence or how much were you influenced rather by the seasons you had watched previously? I don't think at all. I think I knew that I can't go into Survivor and play someone else's game. I need to go play my own game. So um, I was... I, I, oh, sorry, sorry, saying, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. This is spoken like a champion, Rick. Are you listening to this? Champion. <laughs> champion material here. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I, get, oh, I got oh, my notepad okay. right here. I'm, yo, oh, yo, yo. That's a page, Rick. You don't have enough paper there. Come on. There's a lot of insightful things happening here. Sorry, Nicole. As you were. As you were. Uh, no worries. Um, what was I saying? So you weren't going to play anyone else's game. That's, that's where you went. Yes. And what then I wanted to say, um, <laughs> I've <lagged. laughs> well, We were talking about the discipline of not like making a big oh, move just oh, for yes, the sake of it. Yeah. So obviously you take points from previous seasons and you're like, okay, this is what I don't want to do. Um, and how to, like, also it shows you how to be adaptable in Survivor because anything can get thrown at you at any time. So that mm. I definitely took in my stride and uh, like implemented in my own game. But I never wanted to play like another player because I was like, well, that's, that's boring. And I don't want to mimic someone else's game. Like I'm here to play my own game and make my own legacy and um, yeah, be Nicole. Yeah. And Joseph's got a fantastic question here. What did you think of the edit overall? And I suppose this maybe like us, we can start off first with looking at your own edit, your personal edit, and then looking at the edit as a whole in terms of telling yeah. the story of you winning. Yeah. So I feel like my personal edit was very, I, I feel like I was, wasn't was shown much. Um, I think like the important parts were shown, but I think like my general play and like conversations at camp and the relationships I built um, weren't really shown, which is a bit disappointing because that played a lot, a big part in winning at the end because I really invested in people and invested time in getting to know them on a personal level and not just a game level and I think that really stood me in good stead so I'm 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 bleak that that didn't really get the, the time that it deserved um but at the same time you know comparing that to Santuni's confessionals and Kieran's confessionals and Tyson's confessionals and Chappie's diner I understand where that got lost um so I think the edit was phenomenal in terms of a fan perspective. Like I loved watching the season and it was just such a treat. Um, but thinking about my edit, it, it was like, sometimes I was like, oh, some people might not see why I got to the end where all of us know that because we were on the season and we saw, but the viewers obviously get a bit of a different perspective. Yeah. And Rick, what did you make of it? I'm just sitting here. I, I love the edit so much again, because you know, you talk so much about a winner's edit nowadays that I think it's really hard for a show to 
you know, fans are so perspective, so so perceptive. I feel like an LA yeah. tribal council. It's hard to use some of these bigger words here. Uh, <laughs> but they, they break it down. They talk to each other. They watch podcasts. They're on Reddit. Like they are trying to figure out what's going on. Mm. And these productions have to get to the end of the season and have a winner that makes sense. Like they showed you why they won, but they also can't give that away so early. And I thought yeah. they did such a good job of it. Like I thought Santini was going to win at one point, Chappies at one point, Anesu at one point. Even when they like when I finally was like Kieran's going to win, I was like, wow, they kept that secret for a long time. And then I thought like three <laughs> more people were going to win after him. Till finally, I'm like. Nicole's going to win this whole thing. <laughs> and it snuck up. And it's like, how did that sneak up on me? Nicole took the person she wanted to beat at final two all the way from when they were chained together. Like she yeah. brought her person with her and they hid that from me. Uh, <laughs> I thought, I thought it was great. They are glad. Yeah, it was, it was a surprise. I think to a lot of the viewers, um, but that's the beauty of survivor. And I think um, I'm glad they led people a bit astray because it made it so much more interesting. And if you two had to explain her, your game, Nicole, and Rick, I'd like you to hear how you would do it as well. Describe, like, from an analogy perspective, how would you paint your own picture, Nicole? And then, Rick, you do the same as to what her journey was. You want me to say how my journey was? Yeah, in terms of if oh. you had to paint the picture, and then I want to hear Rick's interpretation as well. Oh, okay. No pressure, well, I- Rick. No, yeah. no pressure. <laughs> No, don't say anything rude. <laughs> Otherwise, no um, speckled eggs for you, man. Yeah, no, no I'm not spending any speckled eggs. <laughs> Your Easter's going to be dismal. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> um, well, I I went in there, and I remember my final um, tribal council saying, when you walk on the um, on the sand behind one another towards tribal council, and everyone was standing in each other's footsteps, um, and being a fan, I, I wanted to really play my own game. Um, and something that was really true to myself and my character. And I think I, I managed to do that and show that I was really resilient um, while having fun, living my best life, um, and came to the end and slayed the dragon. And yeah, yeah, really chuffed with the game that I played, and I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> happy with it's that. Meant to be, it's meant to be Frodo because Frodo's little, but I don't think Frodo was self-assured throughout his journey, and you were no, more self I, no, I don't think I don't think Frodo does the justice. I need to rethink yeah, that. Go back to the drawing yeah, board. Yeah, and I have hair at least. <laughs> Look, you got a cap on there. That's straight from one of your pictures. I, don't, I there's not much I can do there. That, that was your choice. True, not true, me. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so Rick, I'm Rick, lady. Uh, uh, the reason I'm asking is because I need to, I need to amend this this uh, poor attempt yeah. at Frodo here. So mm-hmm. let's hear your thoughts. My my journey watching Nicole as a viewer was, you know, at first it's like there were so many people and so many characters. It's like she gets lost in the crowd. Uh, she's there, but but you don't get to know her that well. And then she, you start to see more and more of her. And she's she's almost always smiling at this point, but, but you still don't see enough of her because you're distracted by all these shiny things to know kind of uh, where she stands in the tribe, how other people stand, you know, think of her. And I know for me, it was at the auction, you know, yeah. at the auction, <laughs> when she used to get in and out of the bath and everyone was cracking up and happy yeah. to give her food. I was like, these people love Nicole. Nicole's <laughs> cracking me. And that's when it's like, obviously, you know, Nicole. And then you just had so many moments from then on. That's when, you know, they started kind of 
in hindsight, giving us the breadcrumbs that you're going to win this thing. Uh, but there are just so many moments to, to, by the end, I feel like I earned it. It's like, it's like, Oh, <laughs> here she is. And now here she is. So I really enjoyed it. Thank and you. I really, beautiful picture. <laughs> and I, I really loved how you weren't shy either, by the way, because I mean, we said there was so much sass from you at that auction. Like you were like, more please. Can I have some? Can I have some? Like you weren't shy at all. You were like, that's part of my reward. Give it to me while I'm in the bath drinking my champagne. Okay. So, and, and like, if people did not like Nicole, it would have been so awkward and so yeah. awful. <laughs> and like, I bet there's a lot of people at that auction that could not have gotten away with that. So I thought it was telling. Yeah. yeah imagine Santuini was in the bath. It would have been like, no. Nah. <laughs> <Not today. laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're not down the same way. Eh? Oh. Shame, man. <laughs> it says uh, uh, Incognito, back in the house. Thank you, Incognito. We appreciate you. And it says, Nicole, can you tell us the reason why you sided with Wadda, Kieran, and Tyson instead of Chappies, Anesu, and Santoni? Oh, well, it wasn't... I, I knew that Anela and I had to... They were a 3-3, three, three, and I knew Anela and I had to split it into a 2-2. Two, two. So it didn't... I didn't originally want to... It didn't matter which side I originally sided with because I needed to get rid of one on the side and then one on the other side. So it didn't matter on which side Anela and I went first but the next vote would have had to go the other way so that it would be a 222 um so yeah I hope that answers your question incognito I hope you're happy there Rick we, we're winding down here we're moving to the next final thoughts section of the show uh we've got the champion here anything that you want to ask right now from a game perspective personal perspective what do you want to know about this winner Nicole you you said that you would uh, that you you like all of us survivor players in some sick way you miss it. Uh, you already <laughs> mentioned that the players you didn't meet you would love to play with again in some way. Would you go back? You've you've won it all, but would you go back? I would definitely go back and relive this crazy crazy time and starving and all the politics and the crazy people <laughs> and it's just something that it's so. It's so priceless. You can't put a price like price tag to it. So if I ever got the opportunity again, you can't say no to something like that because it's so life changing, um, and it just humble makes you so humble and makes you just appreciate all the little things in life. So I would definitely go back, it's, not anytime soon, but maybe like in a, <laughs> a year or two. <laughs> I'm you know, time to breathe. <laughs> you couldn't be further. Just like standing by each other wise from last season's winner <laughs> you know uh and know. he inspired so many different people I, are you having i mean you just won so maybe this is going to come now but i mean you're going to have a bunch of little girls excited to <laughs> be like nicole i know yeah. and i mean it's not going to be just little girls but you know people are going to be <laughs> Damn it, Rick, i want to be like nicole too man if i, I was a little boy i'd want to play like nicole not rick <laughs> exactly. i want to win <laughs> i'm going to rock up i want and also let's let's look at the leopard print i mean kieran had leopard print on as well so i mean it's, it's just going around exactly. it's, it's infectious right now i mean yeah. honestly i bet there are a lot of little boys and girls that that relate a lot more to the to your journey and, and the struggles than like to robert who dominated you know and yeah and and had all those physical attributes so i i think you probably did inspire a bunch of people thank you yeah and i really want to continue to do that and just you know like reiterate the fact that if the odds are against you and, and if it feels like something is impossible just keep going and like i really want people to stop believing in themselves because 
yeah, you have the capacity in you to overcome and achieve so much. And I really want people to, to know that and to believe that in themselves. And I like that note. So I do like that note. But Golden Spear, and this is going to be an interesting one because the season's concluded. And normally the Golden Spear is given for the episode. But I, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at the Golden Spear holistically and not a fan favorite perspective. But in terms of your game personally, what was the most important move that changed your game that made you the winner? I think when I won that Thai Destinies challenge and Anela and I started then to forge the way forward, um, I think that was definitely the turning point in my game where um, people saw me as a formidable player and also where things started, you know, lining up the way that they ended up doing. So mm. I think that was where, yeah, my game started to shine. And that's interesting because I suppose a lot of the people are looking back going, you know, you kind of charge your alliance from that perspective by saying charge in terms of you, you, you didn't really help your alliance by bringing them yes. along with on the, the award. And it's interesting that you're saying that was the game changer. So indirectly, it really bit. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Fine yeah, by her. So- <laughs> yeah, it worked by her. Yeah. She it got does, to go to the water park with her friends and win survivor. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. Like, what a time. I lived my best life. But actually, so in that, in that challenge, we thought that we would be able to send someone to Immunity Island. But that never happened. So I thought the reason I took them with me wasn't only because I felt like they deserved an afternoon off, but I thought there would be an advantage there. So that's why I brought them along because I didn't want to take one of the others and then potentially find an advantage and then shoot ourselves in the foot. So that's why... You know, I, it wasn't like non-strategic at all. I, I legitimately thought there could have been an advantage there. So, yeah. Makes sense. And Rick, and for you, looking back at the season, the Golden Spear, who would you give it to? Apart I, from the winner. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say, she ripped it out of Chappie's hands and stabbed him with his own trident at that final, <laughs> uh, final challenge. Yes. So of course, I would give it to Nicole. Um, if not Nicole... Uh, who again won, and I, you get it. Period. Uh, Chappies. He he was such a fun character, and as much as he might not have gotten my vote, like I thought he brought a real great spirit to the game. I I don't yeah. think he's anywhere near a villain. Like I like the guy a lot, and no, I, I would love villain. to watch him again. Yeah, no, yeah, he's hilarious. He's he was definitely extremely entertaining. Um, never a dull moment, and. Yeah, I don't, the season wouldn't have been the same without him. So yeah. I totally understand why you say that. But I mean, Kieran, Santanese, yeah. Smash, like they're, they're Tyson, they're all so good. You get, you really had such a good cast. A Even those job. early ones. Yeah, Carla, Dino. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is a, a lovely question. Nicole, he, well, I'm going to ask the question, but saying, you know, did you have your pina colada after your victory last night? <laughs> Uh, I actually haven't yet, but you know it's Friday. Tomorrow's Saturday. Still, the weekend is still upon us. So Friday, I'm, I'm, yeah. Pina colada time. Yeah, come I'd on. Say, I'd say that guy next to you on the couch has one job this weekend, and that is get a pina colada in your hand. <laughs> I, I'm gonna make him make it. That's a Good. great idea. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And that's, serve that's... it to me while I lie in bed. Oh, <laughs> are you listening to this queen? Just. <laughs> Just like that. Okay. That's all right. Love it. Right. Wooden spoon time. And I know this is a tricky time because we don't really want to look back and say, 
this player made the worst move, worst move, worst move. So we're going to just focus on your game, Nicole. The biggest flaw in your game, if you had to go back and be like, I know I won, but this is something I could have improved on. This was actually the mistake I made. Yeah. What would it Looking be? Looking back now, I was definitely taking Renier and Amy to the water park. Like, <laughs> I wish I could take the wooden spoon and like hit my hand and be like, no. I think you got it on that. I think you got it in that episode, by the way. I think yeah. uh, Renier and Amy gave it to you. So, so fair enough there. <laughs> Yeah, oh my, that was really bad. So looking back, I was like, oh, that was a crucial error. But in that moment, I legitimately thought that there would be an advantage. But looking back now, I know there wasn't. So definitely a wooden spoon for that moment. <laughs> Rick, if you're oh, looking I, back. The wooden not, spoon, not any, I would give not, her. As, yeah. so, as soon as Nicole found out she was going to be on Survivor. No, I'm sorry to critique <laughs> you, but you should have grown at least a foot. <laughs> uh, you know preparation is a part of the game other than oh, that no. i how could i ever critique someone who did something i couldn't do no oh, flawless thank victory thank you so oh. much thank you i really appreciate it nice and you didn't think of that one of those medieval sort of torture instruments that you know make you taller <laughs> that, that wasn't even on the cards. No, I, I, <laughs> you know those beds that like stretch you out I, yes. I gave those a try <laughs> oh nice make uh. drink. <laughs> <laughs> um oh joseph's saying maybe practice jumping maybe that's that's one oh, thing duh. i'll, I'll yeah. do that that's a good point thanks joseph she was jumping <laughs> higher than i could jump i'll tell you that much <laughs> i think nicole's vertical is a lot better than mine <laughs> oh, I, and i totally believed in myself i was like believe <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's funny how that didn't work out right final thoughts this is the time of the show where, obviously, it's your final thoughts. What is the lasting message that you want to leave with the, with the people, the people as the champion? Oh, wow. Just firstly... Wait, wait, wait. Actually, are you, are you going to get up? Are you going to get up and do, like, the, the rocky climb up the stairs? Can we see, like, a little tool? Yes! Love it! Yay! So um, uh, that was fun. Now I now I feel like a winner. It's actually sinking in now. <laughs> <laughs> Only when Rick Devins gets to sing the Rocky theme does it become a yeah. reality. That's and jump on my couch, <laughs> dude. Worldwide, there are not many Survivor winners, and you are one of them. And it's one of my favorite seasons, like Thank of you. any country. So. To, to, to be a winner and everyone wants to be on a beloved season and you're on both. So I think that's, that's really awesome that you get to represent that season for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's, it's a phenomenal <laughs> feeling. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Wait, wait, before you continue the final thoughts, we do have people in the questions asking about storms is brewing and obviously storms brewing is where we make predictions and I can, say, obviously there's, there's anticipation as to whether or not there's, there's going to be a season nine. I personally, know nothing about any of any of the, the sort. I can say I do hope there's a season nine, so Tuts will get your applications ready. Rick Devins, I don't know what you think about a possible season nine for South Africa. If this season doesn't get people wanting a season nine uh, know, and right? doesn't prove that LaRue is like the perfect guy, Nico is the <laughs> perfect guy, like I don't know what people could be asking yeah. for. I want an all-star season 10, so we need a great season nine and then an right, all-star I mean season. I agree. I mean, I have no idea, but I can only think that it it would be so fitting for our season to end with the start of a new one because it was so 
it was so phenomenal. Um, and I think people really enjoyed the season. And I, so many people are now keen to enter and to just, you know, play the greatest game ever. So I really, really, really hope that there is a season nine coming. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but that, that's nice storms brewing. Let's go back to the final thoughts quickly. Storms brewing. There we are. Well, hopefully we answered your question there. Storms brewing. Oh, what am I saying? I'm getting so confused. Final thoughts. They're, they're both clouds. My head's clouded right now. Uh, okay. okay. Final thoughts. Late. Let's let's hear those final, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Best time of my life. It was the most ridiculous and difficult thing I've ever done, uh, but so worth it and something I will always cherish in my heart. And I just want to say thank you for everyone who watched it and enjoyed it and you voted for chappies sorry for you (laughs) yeah let's hope that there's a season nine and like very exciting things to come but yeah yeah the survivor family is amazing i'm so grateful to be part of the family and um meeting all of you guys so thank you yeah and i think the consensus is here in the comments that it has been an amazing season and being a winner of an amazing season is even better Dylan, in terms of making Dino co-host, I'm not sure if you're referring to actual Survivor for season nine or you're referring to TNO. TNO, maybe there's something we can do about it, but I don't know about the actual Survivor. We'll have to arm wrestle uh, Nico for that one. Uh, Rick, final thoughts from you, end. Uh, my final thoughts are that, you know, sorry again, sorry to the Chappies faithful. <laughs> he he would have been All a good winner. You know what? When you win Survivor, you win Survivor. And Nicole exactly. is an outstanding winner. The fact that you won against, again, a cast that every single person brought it. Uh, there were no freebies. I think, you know, puts you really up there on a pedestal. And, and you should feel good about that. And anyone who, do not be shy with the block button if people if people want to argue with you about that. Don't even <laughs> No. They are butter right. and jealous. <laughs> <laughs> You've earned the right just to block. Side yeah. block. block. Yeah. Um, this is, and Rick spoken about this previously on the, when Dino was on the show and saying, you know, don't give away too many secrets. But I'm just testing the waters here. If you do manage to play again, Nicole, looking back at it, are you worried that you might be too big of a threat? Uh, I don't know. It depends on the, the, the people I'd be playing with. I think they might think okay no she you know she didn't play very like the game that most people play so she might not be a threat or they might be like she's played a totally different game and that is a threat so it could go either way um but i would try to you know throw them a little bit with something different um to just mix things up a little day one she steals the rice Wouldn't that be funny? (laughs) (laughs) This is the new Nicole, version 2.0. Oh, oh my gosh. And next time I'll wear snake skin, not not leopard prints. Just freshen up a little bit, right? Yeah. Everyone who's been live with us today, I just want to say thank you very much to the the TNO fam. Uh, You see the buff that's on Rick Devon's head there? Everyone see it? Now, that, that is a commemorative buff. That is a special buff that the producers have, that the 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 camera people have and tno i just want to say we have a buff like that and we've got one to give away so all you got to do is next week we've got two more shows we've got one with vanilla and we've got one with chappies so all you got to do is make sure you get a friend to subscribe and you've got to be on the show on i think chappies is on the friday on that season and tell us who you think is deserving of the golden spear and that's we're going to end with that 
And uh, Nicole, thank you very much for joining us this evening. I mean, it's fantastic being in the company of a winner in terms of the actual game. And obviously, we just know Rick Devins is a natural winner. Um, so thank you so much, Rick, as well, for life. making this. Yeah, winning at life. So this last minute. To Losing try. a survivor. Don't keep that upon yourself, Rick. I just want to paint the picture quickly. Because this finale was hush-hush and they don't want to give anything away, we only got feedback as to whether or not we'd have Nicole on on Thursday evening and then trying to get a guest on. So, you know, it's great having you here, Nicole. And it's also great that Rick Devins is willing last minute, just jumping on board and saying, oh, I've got to be on on." on the show with the winner. So thank you so much to the two of you. It's really appreciated thank from Taylor. Thank you so much for your time and your amazing podcast. Really appreciate it. Uh, you got oh. it. Thanks for helping me connect with Nicole. This was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. We'll be getting a speckled egg parcel soon. There you go. There you go. Thank you. Enjoy your pina colada. <laughs> thank you. I will. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us and have a fantastic weekend. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye.